0: Paul's parables present stories by Auntie Winnie, who was a missionary in South Africa. Hi, I'm Winnie. Moses, episode 14. The Egyptians were very grateful to see the wind taking all those awful locusts away. Everyone knew who Moses was, and they wanted Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. Their God has defeated our gods and is ruining our land. Only Ray, the sun god, has continued to bless us. But they didn't know of the coming dark. Why are you calling all the people to the village square tonight, Uncle Moses? I'm telling them they do not need to go to work for the Egyptians anymore after tomorrow. And we have plans to make. Eliezer! Oh, that's Mom calling me. Coming, Mom! Mom, Uncle Moses is calling all the people together tonight. Can I go to the meeting? Does that mean we're leaving soon? Yes, dear, you may. And yes, I am sure we are leaving soon. Moses and Aaron told us to start packing for a long journey. And all of us women have been sewing tents for weeks now. Ours are done. Now I want you to go finish oiling the wagons and cut eight two-meter lengths of stout poles then buy rope for making hammocks. That night, Lazar squirmed up to the front of the crowd so he wouldn't miss a word, Uncle Moses said. God has told me that after the plague of darkness, which will start tomorrow, there is one more disaster he is bringing on Pharaoh and all the land of Egypt. God is going to kill all the firstborn in the land. They will beg us to leave, and even help us with money and supplies. Already the people want to let us go. Tomorrow you are all to go to your Egyptian friends and ask for gold, silver, jewelry, and anything they wish to give you. God will give you favor so that they will be very generous to help us on our way. Tomorrow we will have another meeting while Egypt is groping in the dark, and I will give you further instructions. As with the hail and flies, we will not have the darkness in Goshen, so we can plan the Passover. Lazar was worried. Nadab, you're the firstborn. Will God kill you too? No, chump. God will tell us what to do. I heard Dad and Uncle Moses talking about it. But I'm going to go invite Ali to come with us. He is firstborn in his family. And I think his horse, Warrior, is the first foal of her mother, too. Maybe we can protect them, and maybe they'll come with us. I don't think Ali and his dad think much of their gods of Egypt anymore. But you'll have to go persuade them, because I have got to go to work. The next day, the men went to work at the brickyards, but all the women and children went visiting their neighbors. Lazer and his mom visited Ali's family and urged them to leave Egypt, "'and follow the God of Israel. Come with us.' "'Well, we'll think about it,' they said, "'and they gave Lazar and his mother bags of gold and jewels.' "'The next evening, when everyone was back in Goshen, "'Moses called them to the square for another meeting. First, I want you all to look toward the city where the sun is setting.' And Moses raised his hand, as God had said, toward the sky. And suddenly, as they watched, the sun just went black. Lazer and Nadab looked at each other. They could see each other fine in the evening light, but toward the city, it was all black. And it was only 6 p.m. It was as if the red setting sun had just gone out. Egypt's sun god Ray had died. They could hear wailing from the city, but there was nothing to see but blackness. All right, said Moses. That is going to last for three days before Pharaoh sends for me, and the Egyptians will not be able to move from their houses, those of them who can find them. So there is no more work at the brickyards. A mighty cheer went up from two million happy people. I bet they're all looking over here where the sun is still shining and wishing they were with us, shouted Lazar in Nadab's ear. Nadab just nodded. Men of Israel, said Moses when they had gotten quiet again. Listen carefully now, because I'm going to instruct you about Passover. I told you yesterday God is going to kill all the firstborn of Egypt. His angel of death will come here too, and he has told us how to protect ourselves and our animals. First, you men must all choose a perfect lamb from your flocks, one year old, and if your household is too small to eat a whole lamb, join with another family. Second, women, get all the yeast out of your houses because we are going to be in a hurry when we go and there will be no time to rise bread. From now on, bake crackers, flat bread with no yeast. By the day of Passover, you must be all packed and ready to travel. And I will tell you in the afternoon when to kill your lambs and how to protect yourselves from the death angel. We have three days now to get ready. So everyone go home, finish your tents and hammocks, start packing your belongings into your wagons. Lazer and Nadab walked home quietly, thinking, "'Ali didn't promise he would come, did he? "'Let's get our torches, flashlights, tomorrow, and go to his house again. "'I don't want my friend to die.' "'Next morning, as soon as their chores were done, "'Nadab and Lazer went toward the city. "'Seems funny to carry a flashlight in broad daylight, "'but look how dark it is ahead. "'It looks like a tunnel entrance.' Do you think the boys can persuade their friend to come with them? Would any Egyptian join a slave trek? Listen tomorrow to I Give Up. This is Auntie Winnie. Bye for now.